0: The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. The Island Man's First Nobles Hospital was opened for its first patients on Tuesday, September the 6th, 1888, and it was originally the fine red brick building which now houses the Manx Museum. It was one of the great beneficial gifts to the Manx community by Henry Bloom Noble, the island's richest man of his time. Before he provided the £20,000 necessary to build and equip a new hospital, the island was badly off for proper medical facilities. The terrible cholera epidemics of 1832 and 1833 had led to a small hospital being established in Fort Street, Douglas. But it had only 14 beds, and it was woefully inadequate, especially for the needs of people who could not afford the luxury of medical treatment in the comfort of their own homes and Noble saw the building of a new hospital as a gift for the benefit of the poor. Certainly the site chosen was within easy reach of the poorer parts of Douglas. Meanwhile, the Fort Street Hospital was run by a committee of worthy citizens who had been looking for a place to build a new one, and also a way of paying for its construction. The site at the top of Crellin's Hill became available when Noble's wife Rebecca inherited her father's estate which incorporated the land. A noble decided that the new hospital should be built there, and Rebecca laid the foundation stone in July 1886. Building work took two years, and there were two main wards of 18 beds each, one for males, one for females, along with an operating theatre, consulting rooms, a kitchen, and facilities for doctors and nurses. By the standards of its time, it was a first-class hospital for a community like the Isle of Man's. Rebecca died before the opening ceremony, but it was still a great public occasion. All the town shops were closed to enable as many people as possible to be there. There was a procession of dignitaries to the new building. There was the Lord Bishop and the Deemsters and the members of Tynwold. The Isle of Man Times listed nearly 300 names of those VIPs present. The Lieutenant-Governor of the day, Sir Spencer Walpole, arrived in his carriage, and all the formalities were conducted in the open air, outside the main door of the building. There were speeches and prayers and hymn-singing, and a lot of high-flown sentiment about alleviating the suffering of the poor. It was one of those occasions which the Victorians relished. But the most modest part of the proceedings was played by Noble himself there had to be a formal handing over of the building by him to the Governor. In doing so, Noble said simply, May it please Your Excellency, I have very great pleasure in handing you the deeds of conveyance and keys of this hospital on behalf of the people of this island, and trust that it may be a blessing to God's suffering poor. And that was it from him. It should be emphasized that in those days long before the NHS, that the operation of the new hospital would have to be funded by public voluntary subscription, which it was. Noble had set a good example. Meanwhile, and not surprisingly, within twenty years his hospital was proving to be inadequate in trying to meet demand for its facilities. After Noble's death, his will provided for the building of a new Noble's Hospital, which opened in 1912 in Westmorland Road, Douglas. When this proved to be inadequate to meet demand and we needed a new one, the good Mr Noble and his money were not available to pay for it. The taxpayers did. But when it came to putting a name to it, there was only one choice possible, wasn't there?